Sacred Podcast. I'm here with Budman and the Hater. Hey, 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 hey. How you guys doing? This morning, I went over to the fucking Tim Hortons. As usual, there's a fucking lineup. Here is the fucked up part of this story, though. You ever been in a lineup where there's this bitch in front of you, and she's got on, it smells like a ton of perfume, to the point where it makes your fucking eyes water? Yeah. I have one of them in front of me this morning. They're hiding the stink of their fucking badge. Why do they have to do that? And do you notice it's older women that do it? I think all women do it. All hookers smell like it. Because they're trying to cover up the smell of their fucking raging yeah, aids. The thing is, though, she was just like an old lady. There, there's, like, good perfume smell and bad perfume smell. Like, bad perfume smell, gross old lady... Smells like hospital or like dollar store perfume, and then there's like stripper perfume smell, which is the good perfume smell. <laughs> this was not the good perfume smell. I actually stood back two, three feet from her and made the lineup go out the door because I couldn't get that close. It was, I don't know how the person behind the counter could even deal with her. It's not as bad as the last time I was in Timmy's. I'm sitting in line. This guy comes up, he's like, excuse me, do you have any money so I can get a coffee? I literally just looked at him, and I was like, fuck off. I'm not paying for your coffee with the fucking money that I worked to get, you fucking piece of shit. He was like, sorry. Yeah, you fucking should be. And then he walked away. No, you're not a humanitarian. Fuck no. I believe you should fucking work for a living if you're going to be in this country. That makes me a horrible fucking person, and so be. You know. Good 80% of the population here, I'd like to think. Those are not, like, specific numbers work. Maybe there's not enough jobs in the country to fill for everybody. Maybe. What about those people? Those people? I don't know. I don't have, I don't have any solutions. Jesus. Fucking. No, you just hate on them. Yeah. Then... Fuck. Tell them that he Go find a better. fucking temp job or go get paid under the table somewhere. Fuck, I don't know. Okay, but did you just not hear my statement there? Maybe there's not enough jobs in the country for everybody. Then get then the what? fuck out of the country. Probably most of these people I'm were born high. here. That's your out? I'm high? No, I'm just saying, man. No, fuck it. You know what? And we're going to leave that one alone. I'm not even going to get you started. So on that note, I wanted to start out the show today by talking a little bit about NWA Power, and I don't mean the rap group, National Wrestling Alliance. They uh, just brought out their first two studio shows, and you can see them on YouTube every Monday night. Pretty cool shit. So far, I liked what I've seen, especially from the perspective of an old fan of professional wrestling. I have to say, first off, they have a very good opening. There's no pockets. 
There is no pockets, and I will get to that. What I like, too, is they have a respect for the history. Basically, they acknowledge that their belt is the same belt that Ric Flair Woo! held, Harley Race held, a little Canadiana for you, Whipper Billy Watson, Gene Kaniski back in the day. So I like that. They, they respect the title. It's been around for a long time, the NWA world title. The fans get into it. Because they're in a TV studio, if you're a wrestling fan from back in the day and you remember WCW on TBS, when they were in the TBS uh, television studio, wow, it, it's a fantastic. And the fans literally in the front row are six feet away from the ring. It's crazy, but it's really good. It, it really takes me back to the day. So, you know, and they really get into it. It's good. And it doesn't look like there's a bad seat in the house. Again, the studio looks amazing. Even the jobbers sell it well, I have to say. You know, because it's just like the old studio wrestling. It's an hour. You have your one main event, and then you have a bunch of jobbers getting the shit beat out of them. But they sell it so well. I have to say, Jim Cornette and uh, Joe Galley, they mesh well uh, as commentator and color guy. David Marquez, he's no mean gene, but he's still pretty good. And they actually have characters that make sense. So in saying that, I just want to go over a little bit of the talent. I have to say, first off, their world champion, Nick Aldeas. This guy is a classic heel. And he has a hot valet, Camille. She's pretty hot for a blonde, big tittied. You get the idea, dressed in leather. Yeah. But he is a classic heel. He's arrogant. He's fucking cocky, but you know what? He, he comes across as a Ric Flair type, though, when push comes to shove, he gives off that persona that, you know, he's ready to rock and roll. Uh, the Wild Cards, they're tag team champions. Again, they're old school heels. I kind of like it. Uh, their national champion, James Storm, he's like a new age cowboy type. He, he talks a lot like an old school cowboy, like Terry Funk, but doesn't really look like one. But it's kind of cool. It works. Uh, Allison Kay, their women's champion. She's very good. She she's, looks like she's got a lot of skill. And boy, she ain't hard to look at. Uh, the Dawsons, they're big mountain men types. I found them pretty entertaining. Eli Drake, I think he's just cool. Colt Cabana's a pretty good performer. My point is, is if you know, you're a fan of old school wrestling, you really, really should check out the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, they're creating believable rivalries and characters, which is important. And they kick it old school. You know, I, I don't want to say too much more about it, but you need to go on YouTube and watch it. And for sure, there will be no pieces of shit like Pockets on this program, I guarantee you. Because Pockets is a moron. And I can't believe that they would have any fucking moron on their show that stands there with his fucking hands in his pockets. Oh, oh, fuck you, Pockets. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, I could go on about this fucking moron, but I don't want to because I hate giving him publicity, but he pisses me off so much. I'm only ever going to say his name once, Orange Cassidy, you piece of crap. An idiot play wrestlers like you. But anyways, I digress. So, 
On Wednesday night, Corey Perry made his debut with the Dallas Stars. Perry signed a one-year, $1.5 million contract after the Ducks bought him out. The 34-year-old winger has 751 points in 932 games. He also has a Stanley Cup trophy, a Hart trophy. He's also the winner of the Rocket Richard trophy. Good for him. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. The Blues netminder Bennington, he's honoring Cujo with a new mask. It's pretty cool. It has the dog face on it and everything like Cujo. If you don't know the Cujo's original mask, look it up. Pretty cool. So I just wanted to mention that. Tuesday night, the Coyotes beat the Jets 4-2. The Coyotes had lost 10 straight games in Winnipeg since the Jets franchise moved from Atlanta in 2011. This pains me. Wednesday night... Connor McDavid tied a career high with five points and established a new career best with four assists. In a 6-3 win over the Flyers, he became the second player in Oilers history to notch 17 points through the first seven games of a season. Joining, guess who? Wayne Gretzky, who did it five times, five, in the 80s. Then you wonder why the Oilers have come out to the start that they have. Again, he's a pretty special player. Leafs captain John Tavares out a minimum of two weeks with a broken finger. Everybody in Leafland starts screaming in agony. Start crying. I don't really think it matters much. I think Toronto has enough talent to have Tavares out a few weeks. I don't think it's going to make a big difference. But I bet you if you ask Leaf fans, well, the end is coming. They're calling the military for it. This pains me too, but I'm going to say it anyways because it's newsworthy. The Pens have won five in a row, defeating the Stars on Friday night. Although, interesting in that game, Crosby went pointless in the entire game. Doesn't happen to Crosby too often. Oilers have won seven of eight games to begin the season again. See McDavid. They're first in the West and first in the Pacific. Ducks remain undefeated at home with a win over the Hurricanes Woo! on Friday night. Holy crap. I'm sure that won't last either. Don't get your hopes up um, too much, bud man. I don't. Neil of the Flames has 10 goals already this season. What's that? Triple what he did last year with the Oilers. Buffalo is still first in the Atlantic 6-1-1. One and, one, and the Pens have surged to first in the Metropolitan 6-2-0. And the Avs keep rolling in the Central. Six zero and one. Last week I was going to do it, but for some reason it didn't get done. So this week I wouldn't mind uh, touching a little bit on the Hamilton Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, as of this recording, are four five zero and zero. They've won their last two games four one over Erie and seven five over the Colts. In the Colts game, four different Bulldogs had four points. Interesting enough, uh, the NHL Central Scouting Bureau released preliminary list of players to watch for in the 2020 NHL Draft. Hamilton Bulldogs center Logan Morrison is on the list, people. Get out there, support the Bulldogs. They need all the support they can get, for sure. And they're certainly getting a lot more support here than they did when they uh, played in Smellville. That may be Belleville to some of you people, but if you've been there, you called Smellville too. They're thinking of making a new arena too. Right? Where? Up at uh, Lime Ridge. Oh, I heard something about that. That could be cool. Maybe. Where are they going to put it in Lime Ridge though? They'll probably just build on a new... I have no idea. I'm guessing. Take up some parking. Maybe. What little parking they have. Yeah. So, 
just get out of the way. Because if you're not going to do it here, you're going to do it somewhere else at some point. Get out the knife, sharpen it there, Larry. The pens, they're doing pretty good right now, and that pains me to no end. Well, I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> no, no personal digs at me, really? Or maybe it's too early in the season. They're still not doing that good, man. It's just one win streak. I'm not the type of person to be like, my team's the fucking best just because they won five games in a row. Toronto like, They better hold their shit together for a bit longer for me to Pretty do that. Dirty. Well, I mean, so far, so good, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I am happy there. I'm doing mean, way better than I expected so far. Like, I expected them to come out of the gate and just be shit all year, but surprisingly, like, those seven, what, seven two against, I don't know who the fuck they played. I think it was the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking. It was a pretty good game. Pretty yeah, happy with that. Like, <laughs> doesn't hurt the wild or terrible. Yeah, yeah, it definitely doesn't hurt at all. You know what? I think is stupid. I don't know why, and I've said it, especially this year when they sent the flyers overseas. Why wouldn't you send the pens with them? Why wouldn't you give the people, you know, a taste of that rivalry right off the bat? Like, I don't know. To me. It seems like a lot better game than going to play Chicago. Sorry, no offense, Chicago, but I digress, I guess. So, there's a new segment. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense, or lack of. So, this is my new segment, Common Sense or Lack of. Every episode, I'm going to give you two examples of Common Sense or Lack of. You check off which one you think it should be, but... I would hope that our listeners, a few that we have so far, have some common sense. First off, assholes speeding through residential areas. People, I live in a fucking residential area and it pisses me off when you have ass clowns that speed through your fucking street with no regard for anybody. Hello, there's children that live on these streets, you fucking douchebags. Use some common sense, fuck's sakes. And my other one which I kind of touched on at the beginning, assholes that make you wait in lineups. We've all been in those lineups where you get this asshole that goes up and has a pocket full of change and makes the poor bastard or bitch behind the counter fucking, ah, I gotta stand here for 10 minutes and count out all this asshole's change just so he can get a bag of chips or something. Or we're in a lineup and the asshole in front of you has so much shit that they have to ring through that you're standing there for 20 minutes just wanting to put a fucking ice pick through your head. Jesus. Use some common sense. If you're going to stand in the lineup, like as an example, back at Tim Hortons, if you're going to stand in the lineup, okay, make up your fucking mind while you're in the lineup, you stupid prick. I hate it when you get there and the guy in front of you goes up to the counter and she's like, Tim Hortons, how may I help you? Well, uh, uh, uh. And meanwhile, this is the same douchebag fucking piece of shit that has been standing in front of you for the last five minutes waiting in the lineup as well. Dumbass! Hello, while you're standing there, you got time to do something. Read the goddamn order board and figure out what the fuck you're goddamn well ordering. Shit, now I'm pissed off. Circle K is a good one. It's always an old person buying a fuck ton of lottery tickets and scratching them right there. <laughs> Everybody's had it happen. You have been listening to another edition common sense or lack of or maybe we could call it what the fuck it's time for crazy fucking coincidence
This week we're going to talk about the two Mark Chapman. Beatles guitarist, songwriter, singer John Lennon was shot and killed in New York City. He was assassinated by Mark Chapman, a schizophrenic and general loser, who became obsessed with John Lennon and now rots away in Attica Prison in upstate New York. Years later, NBC decided to do a film about John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Unfortunately, the actor they hired to play Lennon was named Mark Chapman. Once the studio realized the blunder, they recast the role. Ironically, the actor Mark Chapman did finally get the role of Lennon in the 2000 movie Chapter 27. So, you got anything on your mind? Do you have anything on your mind, Larry? I do. Just THC? Well, we know you do. So, we the other day, I was go. coming home from work, and I just happened to be in a vehicle, and we almost hit a small child. But it wouldn't have been the driver's fault. That was the thing. It would have been either the mother's fault or the child's fault. Probably both, but mostly the mother. Because this child was practically about to walk out onto the road... Because it was looking at a fucking cell phone. And it couldn't have been more older than fucking six or seven. I'm sorry, man. Children should not have cell phones unless it's for emergencies. Other than that, it's some kind of fucked up gateway to pornography or shit you just don't want them to look at. Okay? Okay. Another thing that's been on my mind lately. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. But this is now a word that I'm going to make up for this podcast. slang a or slangish. Slapping my knees, that's what it sounds like. Okay, <laughs> slangish is a mixture of English and slang. And that's all you hear millennials speak nowadays. That's fire, dude. That's fire. Which apparently <laughs> comes to my attention means cool. Oh, so it's a play on words. Do, do you got any, Larry, that you can throw out there? Gang, gang. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> Fucking time. Like, it all comes from that new SoundCloud rapper bullshit. Like, all of it. Next thing you know, you know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm gonna start walking around, and in between every sentence or something, I'm gonna go, bra, bra. You know what I'm saying, man? Bra, bra. No. <laughs> so, uh, the other day, you guys will both find this hilarious. So, okay. wait a minute, wait a minute. So are you criticizing the way they talk? Is that where you're going with okay, it? Okay, I'm criticizing their fucking English, because when you're speaking to them, it's like you're talking to them through text, but you're speaking to them face-to-face. -face. It's really fucked up, and I don't like it. These are the same people that walk side-by-side -side down the street, and they're texting each other. And eat Tide Pods, snort condoms, do the whale challenge, which was a great challenge. That was natural selection at its best. You'd like... Carve a fucking whale into your arm. Thing, Don't forget the identity crisis as the well. What? What? The identity crisis what is as this? well. What they? Excuse me, sir. I mean, shit. I already fucked up. Excuse me. What do you identify as? Oh my god. Oh, okay. That okay. brings me to another thing. These people. Oh fuck! Way to these go. These are Larry. the same millennials. Hold up. Hold up. That's that's how you're supposed to, like, start every conversation. Go fuck yourself. If you're progressive. Like, that's what? how, that's supposedly how so, you have so to greet people. So, what do you, people. so what do you, what, hello isn't good enough anymore? Because you, you can't assume somebody's identity. Or else so you'll trigger like, them. If you're just like, hello, sir, you've assumed that they're, their gender, that you know their gender. But what if they look like a dude? No, that's not their gender. How do you know that? Like, 
What? That's how fucking bullshit These, it is, man. This is like, the same. The supposed same to just fucking generation. Ask somebody like, what do you identify as? <laughs> if somebody okay. asks me that, I'm punching them in the fucking face. That's what's happening. Okay, <laughs> but you get for being progressive. <laughs> I have a question then. Does it stop at human, or does somebody can walk up and go identify as a turnip? Hey, I got it. Seriously, do though. You, do you know what the definition of a helisexual is? A what? A helisexual. It's a person that is sexually oh, attracted to helicopters. They can, they literally can get helicopter blades surgically implanted on their back. Is this real? This is real. Look it up. Look it up. And when they see a fucking helicopter flying through the sky, that's like pornography to them. Just start jerking it in the street. Yeah. Oh my god, an Apache whatever, 953. Uh. That's like, did you know there's people that get off on mucus? Um, if you, there are hope, oh there god. is hope for what? stubby people. What kind of porn do you watch, bro? No, it's just the one up. day, the one day I looked up all what? the different weird fucking sexes because I met an it the one day and it really kind of opened my mind to how fucked up they are. And if you don't know what it's are, they're genders that can't, like, they don't know what they are. They One day they'll be like, I'm a female. Themselves as an it? No, no, they, they classify themselves as something different every day. One day they're a female, the next they're a T-Rex, the other day they're a homosexual, and the next day they're a pansexual. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? It's know, all the same shit. I know the ones that are, like, non-binary, they, like, identify as either or all the time. They, like... Switch, I guess. What? There's even some, I guess, that like mid conversation they'll be like, "Oh, I'm a guy now." And then they'll like five minutes later, "I'm a you, chick." How do you have you that serious? conversation? Yeah, like I don't know. I guess that's. that's it, what, in my day, wasn't that called multiple personalities? Yeah, yeah, you can call it that or uh, method acting. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the same generation. Fucked up. That wants to make a movement for some fucked up bullshit, even though they can barely hold 40 hours a week at a job, and they can't fucking tell whether they're its Tyrannosaurus Rexes or fucking helicopters. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many of these people exist? Um, too many. Well, let's put it's it this way. Them out. Yeah, That's I wish true. smart people would take all the warning labels off everything. So that natural selection could really take its course. Imagine this. You're at work. You get a new temp or something. You're like, go feed the wood chipper. He goes to feed the wood chipper, but tries to kick it in with his leg because there's no warning label. That's stupidity. That's natural selection. At its finest, people. Well, I have something to say about stupidity later. That's, I don't know. Just, wow. But I'll, I just got a story for you guys because I know you'll find this funny. So the other day I was coming back from work and I was biking and I just happened to be on the other side of the street from this fat wheelchair. Okay, so she's coming down the street. She's going around people, which I was kind of applauding her for because she wasn't honking at people or telling them to move the fuck out of her way. But she hit the curve and did a flop like I saw it all in slow motion because that's how much room she took up. And when she hit the ground, I swear to God, I felt it from across the street. Damn. But here's Pretty the thing. Bitch. Here's the thing. When a when couple bystanders picked up her fucking scooter, she rolled back up onto the sidewalk. <laughs> she didn't get up. She rolled back up onto the sidewalk. And then 
slowly stood up like a newborn infant, all shaky and shit, and got back in her chair. Yeah, but a super fat newborn infant that's probably on fucking welfare and disability and has 16 kids, like a Mexican. So, I thought you'd get a good kick out of that. I watched a fat person pretty much flop onto the street. I like how educationally rants are my takeaway. I feel like my world's been opened. <laughs> I'm telling you. Gotta watch out for fat people. They cause earthquakes. <laughs> and now know this. Fat people. Millennial <laughs> speaking English. Story, isn't it? They're slangish. <laughs> yeah, right. All I'm saying... What are you saying? All man? I'm saying here, okay... Is fuck millennials, okay? Fuck its. Its can't decide what they are, so they're its. Oh, everybody has a fetish. Trust <laughs> me, they're getting it too. Okay. Second off, second off, and um, fuck it, fuck Kathy and Green Party. I'm not gonna start anything here, but I'm sure you'll have lots to say next episode because of the election. Cause that's. When when is the official day we go to vote now? Two days from now. Is it two days from this recording? So Monday. The conservatives are winning right now. Fuck the conservatives. We're so fucked if they get power. Well, we're just gonna get taxed to the asshole. All right, let's not start. Years. Let's not start. <laughs> I have so much to say about this, but let's not start right now. The conservatives are so bad that if they got into government. We could enter an apocalypse. It could it could end the world, man. Legit. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be like a governmental collapse apocalypse. Because they just raise taxes, people would riot, collapse the government. Well, if if history tells us anything, I'm pretty sure I said this in one podcast. The conservatives love to undo whatever the liberals do. So they'll undo all the climate change shit, and then it can propel global warming. <laughs> okay, I have to say it. I have to say it before we get into our first subject. Because now we're on like a sub-topic thing here. Is it just my imagination? Or for, I would say at least 75% of what everybody is saying about Trudeau is literally just like tabloid slander scandalous bullshit oh 100% like the blackface fucking thing oh he went on vacation to india oh and he used taxpayers money hello what is he paid with it's like us going on vacation oh my god my job paid me this money now i'm going on vacation i'm a fucking monster hey, you know that garbage man that took a trip to mexico for his holidays Holy shit, we paid with that for our taxpayers' money. Motherfucker. Outrage. He should be fired. Or the blackface shit. Oh my god, man. It happened so long ago that it didn't matter. It was a Halloween fucking party or whatever, anyways. Have you seen Aladdin? He's not white people. That's all I'm saying. I guess what I'm getting at, guys, is what scares me is if people are gonna go to the poll and not vote for him because of that shit. That fucking scares me, because then that's like having a fucking vote for, he said, you know, said. at high school. That scares me, because every time I turn around lately, it just seems to me like it's nothing but bullshit slander. And most people aren't talking about his actual political fucking viewpoints. Like last week in the Toronto Sun, the cover, it was something like all Prime Minister Trudeau's embarrassing moments. Really? 
Really? With an election coming up, you would think a so-called reputable newspaper like The Sun would run a report on, I don't know, maybe his political viewpoints, not, oh, all his embarrassing moments. Uh, it, uh, I just wanted to get it out there. Sorry, I didn't mean to start up a bee's nest, but it just seems to me a lot of it is just personal slander coming his way. I don't know. I feel like there's only like... Not that I'm saying I support Trudeau. But I'm saying if you're going to fucking vote, don't vote because, oh my god, he's a racist. He put black on his face one Halloween and went out as a lad and you're a fucking moron. Fuck your face. I guess is what I'm getting at. If that's what you're going out to do. I digress. That's a stupid percent of the voters. Yeah, but if there's enough stupid percentage of them, they make a difference. This is the problem in democracy. All right, hater. What's your first apocalyptical scenario here? The conservatives win next week. <laughs> well, in my opinion, hey, what's going to happen is exactly what Larry said here. Okay. Is Okay, the Green Party won. Oh. That wouldn't even cause a... a honestly, I don't even know what they would do. Nobody does, because they've never been in power and they never will be. But I don't... On that note... Might as well get it out of the way right now. And next week, by the way, we're going to have a discussion because it's close to Halloween on my worst nightmare come true, artificial intelligence. So let's start there and get out of the way. What if robots all of a sudden got up and started kicking our asses? Would it be, is it like How Terminator kind of thing? Deal with or is that? it like your everyday appliances attack you? How about both? They're Damn. making like real. That'd be just fucking full scary. Of How would you defend against that? Well, obviously, some of them, you could just pull the plugs out of the EMP socket, but... You would have to literally EMP the whole world. think so? Is that I possible? I don't even know if that's even possible, but certain cities, yeah, they definitely have to EMP, because especially fucking China, Asia, well, cities that's that are pretty much start. built on technology like that. Wouldn't it? Yeah. China has shit like that. <laughs> they would go dark first day, like in most scenarios. I guess. How many people you think would fucking get killed first, though? But what if the robots could adapt like a Terminator? Then what? Mm. Then we're fucked and we go underground. So that's <laughs> your answer? The James Cameron answer? Either that or we go to the Wild West, back to the desert and fucking... I don't know. Unless there's, like, fucking... One of those robots from, like, Transformers, like, digs under the sand and shit. You just go somewhere very remote. What if they're robots? Because they're robots could see on other spectrums. And then they could just, like, legitimately have, like, radar vision. See, this is a problem with robots. Guns. And you, but you just radar the ground. He's on the other side of the planet. <laughs> they would need a power source, though. So, like, yeah. as long as you... Trump Tower. Tried to destroy their power to source... It couldn't get power. Probably just use heart. I don't know. Funded by DARPA. <laughs> but seriously, though, how do you combat that? Like, I don't know if, if they ever got to jump on you before you could figure out what was going on. Wow. I don't know. I guess we'd be robots bitches. See? AI. AI leads you down the path to hell. I don't know. When that first when they first made that uh, one AI, the woman, and when all the fucking... Talk about the sex bot. Oh, was it a sex bot? I don't know. There are sex bots. There are sex bots, man. I don't think it was man. a sex like, bot. Scary. This one was doing interviews on, like, the news and shit. It was fucking scary, man. Your phones just decided one day to say, fuck you. And just and blow up in your pocket. 
Yeah. That's happened. Those suicide bombers. I've heard that's happened, actually. That has happened. The S7s. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, they were blowing limbs off, weren't they? Well, not, like, completely off, but... I think someone got close. their hand, like, blown off, actually. Yep, and the like, side of their face crippled. completely fucked up. That's what yeah, was happening with Bates, too. people got super fucked up, but it wasn't, like... <laughs> like, flying <laughs> in the air. Everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> They're just <laughs> fucking ringing in, yeah, ringing in their ears. Oh, my God, the humanity. Yeah. China's attacking. My it's leg. happened. My leg. Yeah. In reality, it's he has seven. I guess it is Samsung, so technically China would be attacking. Yeah. Maybe they were. Imagine that. They just That's withdraw like three artillery bombing. They just send in faulty Samsung phones and it blows up half of America. <laughs> and then they come in and fucking rename it the New Republic of China. <laughs> it's the new Hong Kong. Hong yeah. Kong <laughs> China. Well, there's always the popular alien invasion scenario. We'd fuck that up either way, I think. Okay, if they landed in Belleville, I don't think they would make it past Belleville. No, everybody's shanked. Yeah. They'd be like, first contact, slash walk up. Do you have any money? They'd be like, and she'd be like, shank, shank, shank. Money? They'd either get stabbed, or they'd get hooked on meth and never fucking leave. (laughs) (laughs) They'd become the biggest meth pushers in Belleville. And hooked on native smokes. Yes. Yeah, a lot of native darts run into the res on the daily. <laughs> and they'd in between humans on their own. God, that place is a shithole. Is anyway. that fact or is that just fantasy that you have? No, that's definitely fact. <laughs> With that area, there's always inbreeding. But think about it. If the aliens came in peace, we'd still fuck that up. Probably. Because what would be our first fucking inclination? Yo, know, actually, I think... Budman here is kind of onto something. That might be our first inclination. Like, can I fuck that? <laughs> like, I'm curious. That was not what I was. And then that's how you get the mixed breed. Because humans, we like to fuck every. Think some of us fuck goats. Tweed. <coughs> some of us fuck donkeys. North Seven. <coughs> Mexico. <laughs> Horses for the Horses. big slut. Like. The fucking list is like huge, man. Humans, humans fuck a lot. It's not just always us guys. Like, girls. Girls like the fuck weird shit, too. They just tend to go more the veggie line or... Vegetation. Oh, yeah, they love those carrots. Corn. Or they're really sick fucks, and they'll just, like, walk up to a bird, tear the feathers off, and tickle their cooch with that. <laughs> Wow, that's that's some like prehistoric fucking shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's like human nature, bro. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. But honestly, I think they would obliterate us if they really wanted to. They flew all the way the fuck here. They have to be at least a little more advanced than us and have more advanced weapons. They'd fucking obliterate us. Well, then the so, question becomes, why in the hell would they even come here in the first place? To obliterate us. Yeah, but why, though? I believe once we get close enough to actually going out there far enough to reach other civilizations, there will come a time when aliens will come up and be like, if you guys don't stop being such destructive fucking pieces of <laughs> we're going to kill you all. We can't allow you to spread. And then we go running in dicks out. 
And they fucking shoot us. Yeah. That's what happens. We're like, oh yeah, you want to kill us? We send a nuke at their mothership. It explodes, doesn't even leave a scratch, and then they just like, ah, send this laser beam to the core of Earth, and it fucking explodes. Who knows? I don't know. We have technology. We might be able to fight an alien, actually, thinking about it. All the research I've been doing on CRISPR, imagine if we made, like, a CRISPR weapon, but targeted alien DNA. Explain CRISPR briefly for the people that are listening. So, CRISPR is a protein that scientists use to edit DNA. So they can pretty much take out or insert any strain or protein strain into your DNA and actually modify your genetic code. And it's not just for people. It's for plants, mammals, fucking you name it. Fish, octopus, fucking everything. They could change everything with these. This is straight up playing God. So you could practically give yourself superpowers. Yeah. If you want a 20-inch dick, CRISPR is the thing to do it. Not any of those fucking ads on the porno sites. Well, that could lead to an apocalypse in itself if the right person, a wrong person, I suppose. Well, the thing I... I like to think about CRISPR is like, I don't think we fully understand the genetic relationships that happen in evolution yet to actually play with them. Like, say we were to make drastic changes to humanity, and like, say we want wings, and we slowly over the next couple generations change our code so our great-grandchildren have wings now. Cool, they have wings, but we didn't change anything about our body structures, so those wings will have implications on our body. Right. Like, for an example, tits. Girls have back problems because of tits. Imagine if you had 12-foot long wingspan. What, what's that going to do to your spine, that weight? You know what I mean? Our bodies are not built to support that. So there's got to be Could I get laser other vision? relationship. Yeah, laser fission. Actually, that's... That's one thing that is really being used for right now, is to cure uh, genetic-born diseases in uh, kids. So like blindness, uh, Down syndrome, certain stuff like that. It actually works too. Damn. Wow. Now imagine if that was in the hands of like Dr. Doom. Yeah, what could they do with that? It's crazy. I've seen where they can actually expand lifespans of creatures. So, uh, a scientist did an See, experiment that's on <coughs> two mice. So, he edited the mother uh, mouse with uh, the CRISPR gene to reduce uh, lifespan. I forget the actual protein strand that he used. But two mice were born from the mother. He waited till they were super old. And you can see the one mouse was super old. He had, like, chewed ears, his spine was all curved, heart rate was super high, he looked like old as shit, and his brother, who was exactly the same age, looked like a newborn mouse. It's fucked up. That's crazy. So I could imagine you could go the other way, though, as well, and genetically reduce lifespans. So you live four days. Say, like, we fucking, America gets in a war with Japan, I'm gonna use America, because America's the one developing this technology which kind of America because little known fact most of the funding that goes on for CRISPR is done by DARPA and for listeners who don't know who DARPA is DARPA funds almost all the military research in America that's who DARPA is I don't think they're the guys we want researching CRISPR 
Yeah, say fucking America gets mad at Japan, gets in a war, they develop a bioweapon with this shit and completely reduce lifespans, reduce muscle control. Re- like, there's so many ways you could affect the human body. You could reduce death. brain activity. You could, like, make them all blind. You could make them all sterile so they couldn't even fucking breed anymore. You Like, it's endless. You can make them tiny. You can make them all <coughs> fucking midgets because you just want to... Fuck with them. Can make them mindless soldiers. Yeah, mindless soldiers. Like, be careful, <laughs> or else the United States will send Asia after you. Midget <laughs> Asians with guns. Now I will say it's not all bad. I don't think that we should take CRISPR out of the world. Like CRISPR has amazing applications. Right. Even on God level, say uh, they're using it on mosquitoes in Africa right now. They're trying to. They're just doing small control groups. Uh, some islands, but they want to use it in all of Africa to actually change the genetic code of mosquitoes to eliminate malaria That's and awesome. other diseases so they can't carry them. And mosquitoes are the only carrier of malaria. So. Okay, we can probably agree on this statement then. It's a good thing as long as rational, scientific minds that are responsible have their hands on this technology. Yeah. It's that fair to say. Oh. Then it's a good thing, oh. but in the wrong hands, it could it's be an apocalyptic situation. Uh, is that fair to say? I yeah. think use of CRISPR for like financial gain should not be a thing. Well, that would probably be what would lead it to the apocalypse. Yeah, when you get into somebody boosting their muscle mass, or like well, just talking super soldiers, yeah, right? That's that's not cool. But when you're talking about curing HIV or curing like transferred diseases through pregnancy and stuff like that, or even just strengthening immune systems to help with diseases. Yeah, true. Right there is awesome. We're even fixing ecosystems that we have fucked up as well. Yep. Like we introduce a species that was never in that ecosystem and it just completely fucks with that whole ecosystem. Like a lot of plant life we've done that with, like the mustard plant. Oh big time. And uh, certain fish, then we could change their genetic codes and get them removed from those ecosystems. Completely harmless. There's no poison. There's no changing of the environment. It's just a simple change in genetic code. And I think muscles. That's really cool. Muscles would be a lovely one to get rid of. Yeah, zebra muscles. Yeah, we could get rid of zebra muscles in North yeah, America. Yeah, they're a big a, issue. A simple change of DNA. They get worse every year too. It's an interesting concept for sure. Really? I'm gonna do some more. You, you know how they got rid of mosquitoes and malaria before? They had to do this in Italy. I found out because when Italy was first colonized, it was like seventy percent swamp, and we all know swamps breed mosquitoes oh, like yeah. crazy. So what they did was they used DDT, which is an insecticide, and they fucking air bomb this with planes, helicopters. They were fucking had trucks with sprayers just spraying around. Good morning. Shoves it in your face. Did you read the paper today? Just fucking spraying the shit like crazy. And like, I don't know much about DDT, but any poison on that quantity can't be great for the environment. Like, can't be great for you either. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. So I think it's, it's a lot better. Walking around in a hazmat suit. Before I get to the most popular one. This is the one that gets me, because this is a really, really high-octane 
unpredictable one. Natural disasters. It's pretty <laughs> hard to fucking run from a natural disaster, especially if it's happening globally. <clears throat> like, could you imagine if Yellowstone Park went off? What are you going to do, man? Like, this is the scary part of this scenario to me. It's the problem down. is, is fighting Mother Nature, yeah. right? Don't go down, man. I mean, if all hell breaks loose, yeah, but you might not be able to do that. Have you ever seen Andreas? You know, the rock movie? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen that movie. I've seen Brief. 2012? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> What's that really old one? Is it called just Volcano? Oh, where the volcano goes off and, uh, in the middle of the city. buddy there, the one James Bond dude. Oh, no, you're talking about, uh... It was really badly done. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones was in it, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and that one-time dyke there, Anne Hayes or whatever. <laughs> I just remember in the subway. Yeah, yeah, when that's the one. In the yeah. subway, she, like, falls out of the train. I think it is called Volcano. meltdown from his feet. And the whole time he's talking and yelling, but he's just being slowly disintegrated. <laughs> it's like he's in quicksand, but it's lava. <laughs> to me, the problem with this scenario is unless it's localized, it's like trying to survive an asteroid strike. You just gotta You know be what lucky. I mean? Good luck. I don't know. It's a bitch. It's a tough one. I don't know if there is an answer, but mind you... The governments of the world may know something that we don't either. We could survive that one, like, possibly in small groups. But the world would never be the same. Like, oh, no. Like, something volcanic on that level would change the actual layout of the Earth. Like, where the tectonic plates are. Like, I could see that happening. Be fucked up. Some Pangea shit. <laughs> no, it's funny, Even, though. That probably. could change our, like, atmosphere, too. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Ash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I just think it's a tough Make one. Make it unbreathable. Could start the world engine again. There's too many things that could go wrong in that scenario. Never mind the fact if it's a global thing, then all of a sudden you have nuclear reactions going off all over the world as well. And then that brings us to nuclear. No. No? No. You, no. Well, yeah, if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Okay, so... I don't see, though, how there's much of a living scenario after this by some miracle after this nuclear holocaust you're in a magical suit that doesn't take radiation how the fuck do you live i'm gonna hope you have a lot of shit in your bunker here's, i guess here's how you survive the radiation you genetically modify yourself with CRISPR. damn right oh maybe and you, you genetically modify yourself so you have Actually, you don't need so much food. Fuck, this is the last thing I'll say about CRISPR. I've been so fascinated with this shit. That's one of the things NASA's doing with it. They're actually trying to modify, like, find the right genetic code to modify astronauts to live in space. So, like, humans. Legit? Yeah. So, like, when we go to new planets and stuff, we can modify people to actually be better fit for that planet. So they don't take feel the gravity so we much. The way I look at that, we're making our own aliens. We're like, <laughs> fuck it, we haven't found them. We'll make our own fucking Martian. And they just fucking modify some human. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm gonna <laughs> so look this shit up. Yeah, last thing about CRISPR. <laughs> or if superpowers became real. Well, if superpowers became real, then you got a real problem. Cause... Because then... The problem is you're not just dealing with whatever power you have to deal with. 
You're dealing with psychology of that person, their ego, their fucking tendencies. That's where that gets really dangerous. Just everybody in the world got their own unique superpower from talking to cats to fucking flying and shooting lasers. You seen Brightburn? No. Watch it. That's a good that's a good example of why people should not have superpowers. So and then there's obviously a viral one, which again I guess you'd have to buy your time until there was a cure and hope that there were people left. Or CRISPR I, yourself. I sure. guess it was like twenty eight days of the movie. That'd be pretty whacked. Yeah. I don't know, man. Viral is another one that freaks me out. It's That'd be almost zombie apocalypse like. Well, this is the next one, the most popular one, but in my opinion, the most easiest one to combat. Only because we all know shoot it in the head. Shoot it in the head. Yeah. Stab it in the head. The most thought yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have people like Negan. Hear that? <laughs> he said, suck my nuts. <sighs> oh my goodness. You wouldn't even it wouldn't even be remotely like the walking dead. Carl! 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 And it wouldn't nearly be like, as cool. A little crop of zombies would pop up, the military would show up, blow them all away. Oh, we're saved. They would literally have to be zombies like World War Z. Yeah. To have that scenario now, I would think. Yeah, I think people are just so prepared for it now that if it were to happen... You know what I think it'd be for really people? Happen. Cool, we get a week off to kill other people that are zombies and everything goes back to... Yeah, zombies. that's pretty much it, right? The only place, maybe, like if it started in like China or something. Well, yeah. Because that is like... You're just not stopping something of that level. Right. That many people. Here, it might take weeks for somebody to actually Batman notice over. it. Like I've, I've seen some rallies in Toronto where, like, there's a crazy amount of people and you're, like, shoulder to shoulder. Somebody could easily just bite you <laughs> via zombie. But they're only one whatever of China's population. See, it's okay, though, if it stays in China because you can kind of localize that then. Yeah, you nuke them. I don't know if you nuke them, man. You have to think of the other countries around them. And you get radioactive zombies. Yeah, that ain't cool either. True. Then that's a whole different apocalyptic scenario. Radioactive zombies. Think about that when for you, a minute. Okay, when they bite you, do they give you superpowers? Do you just die instantly? Well, I would think the laws in nature superpowers? would well, say that you would become the third. I would like die. to think. Probably quicker even, because you'll have radiation sickness on top of the zombies. And then you come back with superpowers, and you're dead. That'd be awesome. Could you imagine, like, every zombie has a super... You go up to kill one, and it shoots lasers out of its oh, eyes. Oh, well, then we're fucked, for sure. Or, or you go up to it, and it starts levitating off the ground, and fucking tackles you into the ground. That'd be messed. Or, you'd, that best not be a wafter, Larry. <laughs> it's a wafter. Anyhow, or you go to run up with your axe and you're about to chop it in half and fucking it just shapeshifts into a small little puppy and fucking bites your leg or some shit. That's Who knows? Men in black shit. Almost. <laughs> I got a crazy scenario. What? A neutron star speeding through space hits Earth and we condense in like milliseconds and everything is destroyed. Am That's I high? It's just an <laughs> end game scenario. Am I high? Yeah. You know what? 
be okay, I guess. That's the thing in any zombie apocalypse, if I, or any apocalypse for that matter. If I'm high as fuck and I got some weed in my pocket, you know what? Made it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what? Uh, I'd I like, think I'm, I can get through this. I'd like to think in a zombie apocalypse, I would have like a convoy of trucks. One with my weed, one with like my weapons and food, and one with just me and my peeps. You know what I'm saying? And we just sit out on the side of it with machetes and just... So you and your dog. Yeah. Because that's, that's all my friends. I don't have any friends. Big social circle. Oh, I do. Now that we're... We were just talking about it. Let's talk about weed. I like smoking weed. Does that count? I love smoking weed. Love me some weed. Do you know... Just smoked weed. What was it? Wednesday? That just passed? It was the one-year anniversary of weed being legal in Canada or something like that? Woo! Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know why we aren't celebrating that. Are you sure? Yeah. Didn't it legalize on Canada? No. No, was... they were talking about it, but it never happened, remember? They postponed it to October. Because there wasn't the sufficient supplies of marijuana. I only know this because they had a thing set up. We have to beat this. At the cannabis place. And uh, they had it all. Because they were giving away t-shirts and shit that day. I'm actually wearing one right now. It's a tweed shirt. Tweed. No, not just not the hick fucking town. <laughs> Which most people listen are probably going, where? But anyways, I love fucking weed. So what? what's your favorite strand, hater? Violator. Violator? Cheesy. You like being violated? I love being fucking violated. The violator. What about you? Some critical mass. Best strain really? out there. It's the most beautiful looking. It's the best to grow. Mine personally has got to be Bruce Banner. I've had Bruce Banner when it's fresh off. And I've had it when it's sat in a box for fucking two years. That shit will get you st- fucking stoned. Doesn't matter. So what do you think about the cannabis laws in Canada? How's that going for you? Um, with the dispensaries that we had in Hamilton before this all happened, before we got the legal ones, I say they shouldn't have just shut them down. I say they should have governmentized them or whatever the fuck the government does, took them over, you had or just monitored them so we didn't have only two dispensaries here in Hamilton, one down here and one up on top of the mountain. They certainly helped the economy of this city, that's for sure. Well, don't get me wrong, we still have weed maps, but they don't give taxes back. Oh, you mean the guys online? Yeah. They don't give taxes back, which weed maps is ten times better, if you didn't know, than going to the dispensary. Because you can get crazy deals on weed maps that dispensaries don't even give you. And you get to see your weed, like, at least pictures of the weed before you purchase. That's one thing I don't like about the legal dispensaries right now is you can't see your weed before you purchase it, you can't smell your weed. Like, I remember when you had dealers, you could te- you could try the weed with some of your dealers before you purchased it. That was fucking awesome. And they'd always throw in that extra little nug. Now there's none of that, unless you know a dealer. True. And they overpackage it. All big oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like, you would think that with weed, you would find a more environmental-friendly option to ship it and help reduce cost a bit. I don't get why they have 
so much plastic jars that are twice as big as you need. Like, they literally have false bottoms on them for some reason. Because there is so much extra plastic on the container. And that's what they, they come in. And they're all sealed. When in reality, they could just do an easy vacuum bag. Ship it. Sell it like that. Done. Fit way more in a shipment, too. It's just eco and economy. I don't know. It just... The way that the government runs the dispensaries down here is weird. They only send a certain amount of weed there. And then if they run out of that weed, that's it for the day. How do you think it's impacted society here in the past year since it's been legal? Well, I want to question. say one more thing about the laws here and the laws in Canada for legalization. Like, one thing that really bugs me is how different the laws are in each province. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, and Ontario, out of every single province, has fucked up the most. Like, they allow us to grow here. But there is nothing in these government stores to help you or even give you knowledge about growing and give you tools to do it. So like in Newfoundland, their dispensaries have clones, they have books, they have stuff to teach you how to grow your own weed. Same with other provinces such as Quebec. Well, uh, I think one of the Western ones do as well. Like I have seen dispensaries on reservations here that have clones. But they are 100% legal. They're only legal because they're on reservations. Cops can't touch them on reservations. Ontario stores are fucked. There is so little dispensaries in Ontario. When, like, in reality, they should have placed uh, dispensaries per population density. So wherever population is more dense, they should have put more fucking dispensaries. But instead, they just put a handful in Ontario. And when you only put a handful in Ontario and you expect everybody to buy weed from that place, you just have such an overflow, nobody can get their fucking weed. So it was like a failure of a system. Where in other provinces, it's been working great because they support growing your own weed. They support producing it at home. Instead of just everybody trafficking through one or, or four doors to go get their weed. Okay, well, back to my original question first. How has it affected <laughs> Hamilton life? Just in general, in Canada. Well, I can I can tell you how it's affected Hamilton life, at least. We went from having literally a road dedicated to dispensaries, like Hess Street there. That was fucking awesome. To having two dispensaries. And when they shut down, there was very little warning. Well, this city lost a lot of money, for like, sure. A lot of revenue when those places went down. Yep. Okay, I gotta come back to you, Larry, for a minute here. Because of what you were just saying, I have two questions about that. One, what's your take on the whole weed and reservation thing? I'm curious. Let's start with that one. That's whatever. Well, some people don't like it, right? <laughs> well, it's the same with them growing tobacco. I think, it's like, what it is. I think, like, the weed uh, on reservations is, like, how the dispensary should be. So I think they're completely fine, and, like, they should be left alone. Like, Fair enough. They're, like, the ones that we used to have set up, and they should have used. Right. But the government rested everybody and claimed those properties so they could open their own. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't really have a personally a problem with them, but I know there's some people we don't even need to get into because I'm sure we've all heard it. 
that have issues with reservations having them. It doesn't really matter to me as long as my money's good there as, as well as it is anywhere else. Well, the government also wanted you to order online, too. Which, I don't know if regular stoners, we don't like waiting for our weed. Like, I used to know this guy that would order online every fucking time he got weed. It was bomb fucking weed, okay? I'll give him that. Good ass fucking weed. But at the same time, he also waited a full fucking business work week to get this fucking weed, and he didn't have any. So if you didn't order ahead, you were fucked. Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. And another thing is, is when you order online, they need your ID. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't like putting my ID or any of my information online to begin with. Well, I just think they ask a lot of stupid, unnecessary questions. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Oh, just the way the government's gone about this whole thing is just fucked up. But, what's what's your favorite apparatus to smoke? Probably a bomb. But you, Hater? You mean Larry? All of them. Or Larry, sorry. Pretty high. All of them. Really? So you like a pipe, too? Yeah. What kind of pipe do you prefer? There's stone ones, wood ones, porcelain ones, plastic ones. I prefer the magnetic ones. The ones I fold up and shit. The one that burns marijuana. <laughs> so all of them. <laughs> so in other words, you really don't care as long as there's marijuana in it. And it ain't a crack pipe. Do you think Jesus was a stoner? Oh, definitely. Burning bush, man. Because there's a debate about that. Was Jesus really a hippie? Well, Jesus really, I don't know, maybe he was a hippie. Maybe that's where all the stories come from. Everybody was so high. They hallucinated shit. I don't know. Just think, too, how long has weed been around? A long fucking time. There's yeah. evidence that cavemen smoked weed. It's crazy. And just think the government launched fucking Reefer Madness, which for you those don't know what that is. Propaganda bullshit. You can look at it on YouTube now. It's like a movie, literally. It's fucking... It's a comedy. Yeah, it's more of a comedy than anything now. Literally, these individuals pretty much smoke weed, one kills one, <laughs> and then when she gets caught, she smokes her last joint, and it all goes to her head, and she fucking jumps out a window. That's the moral of the fucking story. You know, when I'm high... And it was all because of weed. When I'm high, you know what I want to kill? A Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that is in danger of getting destroyed when you're high is probably fucking cake, Twinkies, chips, ice cream. So do you think everybody should learn how to grow weed? I don't think there should be high school classes for it, but I for sure think if someone wanted to grow weed, they should be able to find that knowledge very easily and be able to do it very easily. So what are you saying, college courses? Or are there some already for that kind yeah, of shit? Yeah, no, college courses are fine. Like, I'm saying, like, high school, shit like that, no. Because in the end, you're a fucking high school student. You shouldn't, like, yeah. Okay, but in high school, you smoke fucking weed like a yeah, maniac. But in high well, that's school, a double standard, isn't it? Kind of, but at the same time, in high school, if I would have fucking had a weed growing class, you're goddamn right I would have taken it. But that's because I was a fucking stoner, and I would have been stealing weed. Let's be real. It'd just be a way for the young youth to get their hands on weed, or be able to try it. Like, I don't know how hard it is to get weed now when you're not of age. Probably it's like smokes. I'm sure you could but, find somebody to buy it. Yeah. But point is, is like, it'd just be more easy access for stupid fucking kids. Okay. 
Stupid fucking kids. Yeah, I was one of them. Do stupid fucking shit. So what I'm getting at, I guess, next, does weed... You know where I'm going with no, this. No, it does not. turn you into a criminal? No. If anything, it makes you more cautious of everything around you. It's not going to make... What, well, Larry? I don't think it does anymore, if that makes any sense. Because they decriminalized it. Like, I think why it was kind of linked to just making people criminals because people had to be so fucking sketchbag about it. Like, I remember in high school, when I first started experimenting with weed, most of the things I got in shit for is because I had to, like, skip school to fucking smoke my joints, and I had to, like be all fucking sketchbag or hang around sketchbag people to get it. Like, now that it's decriminalized, you don't have to be a sketchbag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think, like, if you're saying weed makes you a criminal in the <coughs> sense, I'm going to smoke a joint and stab you in the face. Well, that's reef from having this shit. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just curious because... You know, it that, doesn't, that's, okay, let's put this that's way. That's the old argument, It doesn't right? make you any better of a person if you go to church or if you don't. It's the same thing with weed. Doesn't it? Doesn't it make you better? No, well, it just makes you stupid. I kind of take offense to that. Really? You I know, thought you hated religion. Well, wait now. Wait now. I'm being serious here now. Are you? Yeah, I am. I had a week off work for an illness. Don't worry about it. It's nothing life-shattering. Syphilis gonorrhea actually but anyways just kidding are you am i anyways i have been uh sitting at home all week so i've been on the internet and i've been researching christianity so i've been thinking maybe i've been looking at this all wrong maybe i've been too hard on religion maybe maybe i'm thinking of maybe going to church to check this shit out for real <laughs> What? What's so funny, man? I'm being serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, lordy, lordy. Couldn't hurt you to have a little faith in your life, could it? Or be stupid. <laughs> okay, I can't keep going on with this charade. That's good, no comment. I can't even keep going on with this charade. Yeah, like fuck I would. Talks with Dr. J. We're here with our relationship expert, Dr. J. He's finally, uh, he's finally here after last week being hungover, doing his thing. How you doing there, Dr. J? Good, good. Good day, guys. Good day. How are you all? I'd like to give a big shout out to my neighbor for Thanksgiving dinner today. Just had to throw that in there. Fucking weirdos. It's a week late. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Thanksgiving's Thanksgiving. So... Our friend here, Dr. J, he's been a love expert for a while, so we're going to throw him a few questions here and uh, see if we can get some answers on relationships. Shoot. So, I guess I'll start off with the obvious. Your bitches. How do you, uh, how do you pick and choose your bitches? Easy. Tinder. Tinder's very easy. Tinder. Tinder. Now, what are your Tinder do's and don'ts? Tinder's do's and don'ts. Tinder's do? The ones that look like they're not materialistic you know the ones where you can go to mcdonald's they'll be happy you know bag of chips better yeah go two for one pizza one pizza for her one pizza for you <laughs> well played well played right so is that like your first date scenario mcdonald's or, or two for one pizza depending on her size yeah <laughs> on her size is that what you just said yeah okay so what's your size limit then 
Wow. You know, I wouldn't exactly go to the limit of a friend we know, but... Oh, you mean the 400-pound club? Yeah, so three times less than that. So about 100. Yeah, 160, I would say. Okay. 160, you know? You heard it from Dr. J. 160 is the acceptable weight. 160, yeah. Yeah, she won't eat your fridge out, you know? Yeah. Okay. So so what do you do after McDonald's? You just take a bitch home, fucker, and like what? How's that work? Yeah, well, you got to talk to her a little bit and get a feel for her. And you know what? Depending on your night, if you're drunk, just be straight up with her. Hey, let's go back to my house and fuck. Done. What's and the worst that she could say? In your vagina. Is no. It's the worst that she could say. Or you sweet player, you tell her. If she looks like she needs a little bit of work, you sweet talk her. You say, you want to come back to my place and watch a movie. Every guy knows you're not going to watch a movie. Simple. <laughs> Simple. I have to uh, I have to say, uh, I know that Dr. J here has had his uh, fair share of orgies in his day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us your favorite orgy story. Favorite orgy story would have to be, I think it was like a Monday night, and it was a spare of the moment, just phone calls. Two girls didn't even know each other. You know, give them a call. They both came over, a few drinks. Then uh, one thing led to another. One started honking on Bobo. <laughs> Looked over at the other one, and I told her, well, listen, you're not just going to stand there and watch. Get in there. And then from there on, it was just a great night. And the best part about it is I didn't even have to wash my floors. She squirted everywhere. Just needed a mop. <laughs> <laughs> just needed a mop. Oh, So when looking for women... Where are the places you don't want to go? When looking for women, you don't want to go to a mall because obviously she's wasting her, not her money, her dad's money, her boyfriend's money, or some dumb fuck's money. Where else don't you want to go look for a girl? Church. Definitely not church because you know it's going to take fucking more than a month to get in there. Lord knows fucking Lord doesn't help you in that fucking situation. Nowhere on Barton Street. Definitely nowhere on Barton Street. Well, save your money. Children. I'm going to tell you one thing. Never pay for sex. It's free. You live in fucking Canada. There's whores everywhere. Don't ever pay for sex. Period. And that's been a true message by Dr. J. So whores. Since you brought up whores. Whores. Sluts. Whores. Sluts. Whores. Whores. Prostitutes, if you will. between sluts and whores. See, that was going to be my question. Well, there is. Okay, what is it? Sluts are the ones you just meet and bang as soon as you meet them. Whores are the ones you keep around, and you just bang them. But you know each other. So it makes and it better. Okay. Yeah. You know what I so mean? So the casual fuck. Yeah. The casual fuck's a whore. You know, that's my whore. You keep her around. A slut's one. Hey, she's a slut. I just met her, pounded her. I don't even know her name. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. So you don't know the name of the slut, but you know you the name the of the whore. You keep the whore around. Oh, so yeah, but if... Don't fall in love. You keep her around. That's it. But uh, if you don't know you her name... You housewife. Do you give her your number? Like, do you just get strange calls and be like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. Of course you give her your number. You're on the other end. You don't have to answer it. Or you don't have to agree to whoever it is. Hey, man, I think you got the wrong number if you really didn't like her. (laughs) Well played. Right? (laughs) This is why you're the relationship expert. You just pick up the phone. She don't know any better. You pick up the phone. Sorry, you got the wrong number. Oh, sorry. She'll never call you back. Simple. Nice. So how long do you stalk your prey before going in? 
Me, I stock my prey. I give it maybe two days, tops. If I see what I like, I go in. Any more time than that, it's just, nah, I got better things to do. Like outside their window? No, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Oh, oh, so, oh. Who oh. invited this guy, man? Oh. <laughs> I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what's the cost of your ideal date? Cost of my ideal date? Depending. Okay, so, there's a 1 to 10 scale. Depending how she looks. Because, obviously, you don't know the bride's your first date, right? So, you got to go by looks. Every guy knows you go by looks. I don't give a fuck if you say you don't go by looks, you're full of shit, dude. Unless you're fucking gay. Or blind. Straight up. Even blind people go by looks, man. They feel and fucking somebody tells them, hey, she's pretty hot. But anyway, if she's hot, you take her to Arby's. If she's not, you take her to McDonald's. Simple. And if it's just a fuck, Taco Bell, $1.99. You get soft tacos or hard tacos, ha. Huh? I guess she's gonna get the hard taco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Can you please explain to our listeners what uh the definition of a D and D is? D and D. It's dick and dinner. <laughs> so she gets dick and she gets dinner. Come on, gentlemen. Dick and dinner. Not Be, in that order though, right? Not in that order, but just be nice. You're you're a gentleman. Be gentleman. You know. After she sucks, so you gotta give her a little bit of fucking dinner. You know. Once you play with your dog, it does something good. Don't you give him a treat? <laughs> Same thing. You give her a treat. <laughs> you know, she does a good job. She gets a treat. Here, here's a Big Mac, Diet Cola. Because the Diet Cola makes it okay. Oh yeah, and yeah. You know. All bitches only drink diet. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so gentlemen out there, you know. And if she's really good after McDonald's, you take her Dairy Queen for a McFlurry. Oh, dessert snap! Oh, oh that's yeah. when you cut the hole in the. That's bottom. how you turn a slut into a whore. Do you see where I'm going with this? See, but it all starts off with looks, McDonald's, or Arby's. So, what is the first trick that you use? Always buy her a drink. What's your Always best buy pickup her line. Best pickup line. Hmm. I don't know. I got some pretty good ones when I'm drunk, which I'm not right now. Too fucking bad. But I don't know. I would have to get back to you guys on that. You know what? We'll get back to that on a different segment. And we have mine is uh, have you seen my penis? As he's watching through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Hence why the kid don't get late. Okay, I just have one more question because this has happened to me before. And I already know the answer, but it's so funny that the listeners have to know. If I'm in a jam and I'm with a bitch and I don't have a condom, what are my substitutes? Gentlemen, garbage bags. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Elastic bands. Wrap that shit no matter how hot, how ugly, no matter how skinny, how fat. No matter how good she smells, how bad she smells, dude, wrap that fucking shit. Garbage bags, Ziploc bags, saran wrap, condoms, fuck. Saran wrap, go to the dollar store, is cheaper than condoms, man. See-through condoms. Wrap it and unwrap it. It's a beautiful thing. Gentlemen, don't go in without your helmet, man. Always put on a helmet and a shirt, you know? (laughs) Especially these bitches nowadays. 
You go in without a shirt, you get a little bit of your milk in there, that's it. Boom, you're paying the rest of your life for a kid that you don't even give a fuck about. Just saying. Just saying. Wrap it up, children. Ziploc bags, garbage bags, saran wrap. Go to the dollar store, man. Reuse dog poop bags. Who gives a fuck? They even smell nice. <laughs> wrap that shit up. Go on YouTube. Look up Pocket's Greatest Hits. I'm not going to sit here and rag on a child, okay? Because I'm a hater. I'm not that much of a hater. But there's a video, and I showed it to these two guys. Do it. Budman did it. <laughs> this oh, fucking kid was in the audience of a fucking wrestling show. And I know now you're thinking, Jesus Christ, here we go again. Is this a fucking professional wrestling podcast show? Well, you know what? For a few minutes, it is. Go fuck your hat. Point is. This fucking kid is dressed up like pockets. There's a bunch of fucking jackass jerk-off fucking wannabe wrestlers in this fucking ring. And they see this fucking kid. And they pull this kid over, put him in the ring. To make a long, disgusting story short. This fucking kid does the whole pockets act. Puts his fucking hands in his pockets. Walks real around real casual around the ring. Thinks he's fucking cool. Gets his little high fives. Gets his moment in the sun. Oh, it's so cute. I wanted to throw up. Stupid. Here's where I want to talk about fucking stupid. There's an example. The kid... You know what? I'm not going to say the kid is stupid. Because he was a small kid. But you know what? I would certainly slap his fucking parents. You know, this is a problem. Why in the hell would you take your kid to a dirtbag wrestling show to see... A smoldering piece of shit like Pockets, who isn't realistic at all and makes no goddamn sense. Fuck you, Pockets, again. Where I'm going with this, though, is the stupidity. The fucking stupidity I see every day. You know, stupid has taken over the world. Flat earthers. Who let these fucking people out of their cages? You're so fucking dumb. You are a prime example of fucking you and Pockets of how dumb is taking over the fucking world. You want to hear dumb? I'll tell you fucking dumb. In America, you got to go to Walmart now and buy your kids Kevlar fucking backpacks so they can go to school. Oh, in case they get shot! This is acceptable there. I would like to think in Canada we would lose our fucking minds. But again, a prime example of how fucking stupid is taking over the fucking world. If my fucking children... If I had to put them in a bulletproof vest so they could go to fucking school every day, holy f- I would lose my goddamn fucking mind. Are you kidding me? Religious motherfuckers. Again, stupid. There's so much fucking stupid in the world. It's unbelievable to me. I walk down the fucking street. I just walk down the street, man, and you can see stupidity at every fucking corner if you really want to look for it. I know most people go through life oblivious to the stupidity around them. I can't do that. It's like my lineup story this morning. Stupid fucking morons. The problem is these stupid motherfuckers are slowly taking over the fucking world. It's from the conversation earlier. This generation of people, you're fucking stupid. The shit that you do is fucking retarded. In my fucking day, you get a fucking foot straight up your fucking ass for being a dumb shit. What in the fuck has happened? Millennials. What in the fuck is going on in the world, man? When 
An orangutan motherfucker like Donald Trump, that piece of shit, can weasel his way into what is considered the most powerful seat on the planet. The president of fucking America. America. Tell me that isn't fucking stupid. These fucking cartel motherfuckers threatening avocado fucking farmers and shit. Like, it's fucking madness. It's fucking madness. And I know you can't fix fucking stupid. Stupid is what stupid does, and stupid will never change, so you can't fix stupid. And that's for fucking sure. Holy fuck. And I mean, this is shit that you can trace back forever. Stupid. It just seems to me, though, that stupid is getting worse and worse and worse. Holy Christ. You know, it's, it's almost like a fucking infectious disease. Stupid. You know what kills me? As an example of, of why I think more stupid people are taking over the world. First off, when your kid goes to school now, by what, grade one or two, it's mandatory they have to have a calculator? They can't think for themselves anymore? They can't even do simple fucking arithmetic in their heads? What's reading and writing now? Fuck, how many people are getting through the system now and even in this country? Somehow, they get their diploma. They can't read or fucking write fuck all. But somehow, they manage to slip through the system. Because people don't give a shit anymore. And people just don't care about the stupid around them. Everybody's become desensitized to it. So, now, as an example, the school system is just a rotating door of stupid people. Drives me fucking crazy. So. What do you do about it? Well, the reality of it is that stupid has gotten too far, too far gone. My solution? Let's have a fucking purge on goddamn stupid people. You know what? Seriously, here's what we do. One day a year, just like in the fucking movie. You know a stupid person? Well, there's a way to fix that. There's a problem with that because... Everybody's got their own definition of stupid. Well, that's what makes it interesting, isn't it? Okay. So now you're probably thinking, great, is he advocating murder for real? Or is this a metaphor? You know what? I'll leave that up to you oh, to I decide. Like, I like natural selection better, but it just doesn't work. So It's purge, too slow. The purge would make more sense. It's too damn slow. Natural selection. Needs to speed the fuck up. Plus, everybody's got that one list of, like, their purge people. If it was ever a purge, you know, like, the first four people that you'd go to kill. You can I don't only care. do so much damage in 24 hours. I was just about to say, like, I don't care who you are. You have that list. People that you hate that much. That if it was legal, you'd do it. And you could say that you can educate people. Well, you can try to educate people. But there's an old saying, can't teach an old dog new tricks. And the problem is, there's vehicles for stupid everywhere. The internet, just as an example. Non-vaccination mothers. What? It's a good example. They were mothers that fucking are like, Will vaccinations give my children autism? No, 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 no. Wikipedia says yes. It will do it! It'll do it! The only website ever. Or some, I don't know. Point is, is like, there's a very low percentage of websites to say it. And they'll be like, yes, it'll give my child autism. They're horrible. Vaccinations are never happening for my child. You know what I'm saying? Those mothers. It blows my mind as an example in this country. Canadian history, who needs to learn that? I've talked to my own children. I've talked to their friends. At least the school that they went to, they never really touched on Canadian history. 
which blows my way because you're in fucking Canada. But then again, probably the people that make up the system are probably the same fucking no minds that think, oh, I can home teach my kid because fucking uh, schools can't do property and teachers don't care anymore. Well, you know what? Homeschooling only works if you have a fucking brain in your head. You have the right to remain If you don't, that doesn't work. And how can you expect teachers to give a fuck when, as far as I'm concerned, they don't get paid enough and they gotta babysit your fucking children for how many goddamn hours a day? You can't fucking, you can't fucking, uh, as much as we try, you can't really censor fucking the internet. So, I guess what I'm getting at is we're all stuck with stupid. So, how do you combat stupid? Well, like most people... You ignore it, because my solution obviously wouldn't work. There'd be too many people with their buttholes hurt, and we'd have to get out the butt cream again. Fuck me. So, how do you deal with it? How I deal with it, I try to avoid it, or I just ignore it, which is probably what most people do. But it's a crying shame that we have as a society, and on a global society, let stupid infect our world. Fucking drives me nuts. Fuck. Hi there. Budman the Tech Man here. Have you ever been listening to our show and wonder, how can I comment and leave some kind of hate towards these people? Or tell them what I want them to rant about? Or have questions for Dr. J? Well, now there's a way. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now we even have our own website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. This has been a message from Budman the Tech Man.